don't know why it made me make that noise. <laughs> fucking rip you up for the porridge. It's a third full. <laughs> it's dehydrated. You put like milk or water in it, don't you? Probably. But then you, I guess you meant to, it's like a cup of soup, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where we're going with it. You're not sure where we're going with it? With Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm... Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, well that makes sense. That makes more sense. Fucking porridge these days. I mean, <laughs> you look around, I mean, oats or the other kind of porridge. There's another kind of porridge in there. Ready brick. That's kind of porridge, but it's not porridge. It's uh, a, asbestos. Um, oat bran. Bran. Yeah, that's how you get like smooth, smooth porridge by branning it. It's all the bits in between the oats. What? Apparently, like atomic space. Atomic space. Ready brick. Mm. Feed your kids with absence of love. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bits in between the stuff that you're actually paying for. Mm. Fair enough. Well, yeah, well, yeah. How's your week been then? Well, it's Tuesday. It's, well, it's uh, been fucking. It's been two weeks. Yeah. Last week, I was gone. a bit under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling a bit ill. I don't want to talk on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was that. Yeah, there was that, and then yeah, it was going to do it later on, but uh, calendars and whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, we should probably address uh, Donald Trump was elected president or yeah. el- president elected. President-elect. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, by the time that this actually goes out, it will have been like three weeks, I guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But it, like, it only happens in like February or January, right? Yeah, I think it's February. He, get, he actually goes in. Oh, fair enough. I guess. Month of love. It's <laughs> <laughs> ironic. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. But I do recall that you, you were like, um, I want Trump to win because that would be the funniest. It's going to be hilarious. Is like it? You, you, uh, you, yeah, <laughs> look, because like um, I mean, you had a choice between uh, you know a fucking reality TV star or like an actual politician, a career politician, yeah, yeah, and the world went for like not the politician. She won't know what she's doing. Let's yeah. go for this person, just because I I just think everyone who voted for him and his like insane ideas, um, which you know every you know. I'm not saying he's insane. I'm just saying I think that the ideas he was putting across, he was putting across to be controversial. Yeah, like he wasn't putting them across because they were good ideas. Like let's build a massive wall, let's <laughs> ban Muslims and put them on a Holocaust register or whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah, and people are like yeah, yeah, sounds sounds like a great idea. Let's get he'll do it. We believe in him. And then like he's, he's elected, he's like I can't actually do that. That's yeah. fucking ridiculous. They, um, the, he went from meeting with Obama um, to kind of talk him through and start the integration process because like if you think when you when you're a manager or a ceo or something you have uh like a three-month notice period where you use that time to integrate the next person um uh, but this is this is the president so like (laughs) the the process of integrating a president and teaching them a load of procedures it's like oh well okay well uh whenever you do this yeah you fill in this cell on excel like it's not like that Uh, quick bit... quick quiz nuclear launch codes what are they <laughs> oh that's the first one but what if you, you know the super one I don't know yeah it's not quite like that and his, his advisors uh, were quoted in saying I don't think uh, Trump truly understood how much the president actually does <laughs> which is obvious <laughs> I think if you've been watching for the past god knows how long yeah one of the funny things I liked about it was like he's such a great businessman apparently right and he got a job offer that paid half a million yeah. a year and he was like, no, I don't, I don't want that. 
brilliant businessman, uh, Trump. Like he's, yeah. He said he's not going to take the presidential salary. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, at least I've heard it, read it, read it somewhere. I don't know whether it's confirmed. But yeah, he says he's not going to have it to give it to the people or whatever. Yeah, but... Which is like half a million people go, that's a lot of money. You're like, not really. It's, not, it's nothing. <laughs> not it doesn't really. even scratch the surface. Consider how much he's actually worth. It does It does not even scratch the surface. Like, 400 grand would be small change. It's like he wouldn't notice if it was gone from his no, bank but account. Still, you know, don't turn down free money. Yeah, you know that's like that's you're a not business good business. Man. No, exactly. No. Uh, but it, what I meant was, uh, it's not much money. Is that it's not much money to the government? He's like, oh, I'll give it back to the government. They'll do a lot with it. So like, yeah, that's probably enough toilet roll for the White House for the year. Yeah. It's like, well done, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we don't have the tracing paper shit in the White House. Yeah, either. yeah, quadruple ply. <laughs> yeah. Plus, um, it just means that South Park is just getting more and more and more yeah. and more. I haven't. <laughs> I'm correct this week's. I don't think. You haven't? No, the last one I, the last one I saw was Fort Collins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's definitely at least one more after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. It's it's just. It's actually cooking the porridge. Bang! We can have a meal afterwards if you want. Bagash porridge. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. The whole thing is, it's just turning out kind of exactly as I expected it to, which was. Um, oh, we're going to drain the cesspool of Washington and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and uh, so here's a fresh face on the scene, Rudy Giuliani. It's, <laughs> it's, and, and Mike Pence and all of these just horrific people that have been bumming around in Washington for fucking years. It's, you're not changing anything. You're just doing exactly what any other Republican would do. Well, I remember saying something along the lines of, if I get elected president, I'll, like, open up Area 51 for tourists or something like that. It was one of those, like, I'll let loose all these secrets and everyone will be you know, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> He's got in there, like, no, you're not. You're not. Like, if you do, we'll just kill you. Yeah, I don't like, know how not... much power you think you have. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burr put it best. He said, um, president doesn't actually really do anything. <laughs> like, you see him every, you know, three weeks, spouts a bunch of random shit. When's the last time the president rang you up and gave you a sandwich? Like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> that makes fuck all difference. No. Oh, on a national scale, global scale. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. The whole thing's a bit depressed. It's been a weird year. It's been a very weird year. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, I came from a point of like, I really don't care about any of it. And I really don't really believe any of it really kind of exists. It's just kind of an idea to, you know, keep people feeling like they've got a finger on the pulse. And like, yeah. well, I voted this. That means I understand everything that's going on. <laughs> and you just go, it doesn't really matter anything. Like, oh, we've, we've left Europe, have we? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. are we going to? Yeah, eventually, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Right, well, that sounds familiar. And all of, all of uh, the pro people that are, like, quite vocal about it were like, see, it hasn't made any difference. But we haven't left yet. <laughs> we haven't done anything yet. And it, and it has made a difference. Have you seen the size of Toblerones now? <laughs> <laughs> people are using them to row the English Channel. Yeah. To get across. I've got a fantastic article about that, but I'll, I'll go into that later. <laughs> not Toblerone rowing. Yeah. No, not Toblerone rowing. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, they had a big website of... Um, the American population ran next to the Canadian population, yeah. and like you see, like people are leaving America because they think the world's gone. Yeah, know, the, ca the Canadian uh, immigration website had to close down like after the results. I think <laughs> it was just getting too much traffic. But that's just so it's so stupid. 
in my it's just, it it's it's people fearing politicians like too much. Mm. So it's never like the, the, the whole idea of democracy doesn't really make it only it only makes sense to a certain point, right? If you if there was a vote to kill a kid, so all kids, <laughs> and it, like, you can kill either boys or girls. Statistically, it's not going to be fifty fifty because each parent's going to vote for, you know, whatever kid they like most. Yeah. So it's probably not going to be 50-50. If that came out, they're not going to go, right, well, now we're going to kill them all because you voted for... It's like, no, just the... <laughs> it's a tool. It's not like a dictatorship power, really. Yeah. It's all... And even dictatorships are just the illusion of power. It's the fucking bug's life. Yeah. It's like, you know, these grasshoppers turning the ants, like, oh, you have to do this. Otherwise, yeah. you, you won't know what's going to happen. It's like you're just you're in complete control of your own life. Yeah. Oh, no, I've got to pay more taxes. Well, do you have to pay 100% tax? No, because that would be crazy. There'd be riots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's only it's kind of balance itself out, really, isn't it? You know, I'm, but I'm not, I'm not like an owner of a company or <laughs> yeah. investments or anything like that. I've I've seen um, this... honey seems very unaffected by the whole deal, <laughs> and that's my only investment at the moment. There's been, um, there seems to have been like a massive. Uh, like justification of um, of white supremacists across the states, it seems to have been the bit they've been like it's it's the same as when we had Brexit over here. Like the number of racial attacks and things like that have just fucking skyrocketed. But that that's the kind of people that you were supporting when you voted for Trump. It's human. It's human people. Like yeah. people are pretty stupid. People will be swayed by one thing and swayed by another thing. Yeah. There's people who voted. There are people who will vote for a racist person because they really don't like the other candidate so they might not be racist they just go i'd rather side with this deal than that deal yeah and then being angry because you know i don't worry about um, being angry because you know democracy has been presented in the in this fashion yeah because the argument is what is um hillary got more votes as like individuals than um Trump did, but Trump had a more majority yeah. college state um, or whatever. Yeah, she it's had called. the popular vote, so she physically had more votes. But because of the way that the states were arranged and the districts were arranged, uh, Trump won more districts, and that's how you win elections. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's again it, the good thing about it is it's so ridiculous. It's going to bring attention to the ridiculousness of you know politics and the whole idea of a two party thing. Yeah. I just don't get it's like well it's either him or him can we have someone else no why I said so yeah well okay, okay then <laughs> yeah yeah I think um, I, th- I think the media is going to be quite heavily scrutinised uh, after these past after this past year hmm. considering the hand that they had in within Brexit and the hand that they had in um, in in this election as well just, just I mean like from the very get go from from um, uh, Bernie Sanders being shut out and hmm. uh, and and everything kind of leading up to Trump being elected. Like it, there was so much weird bias going on everywhere. And it's it's just brown envelopes everywhere. Just, mm-hmm. just yeah. This is this newspapers that are openly political, uh, politically assigned to a certain party. Yeah. This go, well, yeah, they're just pushing an agenda, as you already knew. Yeah. It's like people, if you ask someone if they trust politicians, the majority will say no. And then they'll get angry because a politician they trusted broke their trust yeah well <laughs> make up your mind yeah i i um i read a thing in the daily mail the other day because they um they completely battered david attenborough which is <laughs> fucking weird um because he was i think he was like very anti-brexit and um 
he started he, he was a big proponent in this stop funding hate campaign which is um the daily mail and whatnot were putting out hateful articles about um about immigrants it was that whole um uh uh, what was it? I mean, it they, they put they put a thing on the front page because they said um, there, there was a, a government ruling saying any any anyone under the age of twenty five or something has more of a chance of getting immigration. And there were immigrants trying to class themselves as under twenty five. Um, oh, yeah. Their pictures were on the front page and everything. And he doesn't look twenty five. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's <laughs> what, I'm sorry, what war torn country are you trying to escape from? <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, and uh, so they, it's like David Attenborough headed this um, Stop Funding Hate campaign, and the Daily Mail responded by writing a scathing article about planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think, dude. Planet Earth, shit actors. Shit. They're all shit. I don't think any of them are in the fucking Actors Guild. Fucking yeah. sperm whale. Yeah. Look directly into the camera. Yeah. I mean, fourth wall, come on, Dave. <laughs> and everyone's looked at it and been like, That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, the lengths that they go to is just unreal. Yeah. So, yeah, I just don't... As usual statement, I'll get like a soundbite and just keep on playing it every time something political happens. It's, like, it's pretty boring. I don't think it's going to make any difference, but it's pretty funny to watch <laughs> from afar. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I don't like is um, the way that people view America as being this huge king of the world. This is going to change everything. Yeah. Um, like, I think Jeremy Corbyn did a bit about how Trump is, you know, terrible and you shouldn't mm. do anything with this. And you go, you know, he's a bad businessman. Make some good deals for us. Yeah. Like, fuck America. If that's what yeah. they want to do and you disagree with it, doesn't make any fucking difference. Yeah. If he's bad at making deals, make some deals in our favor to get Britain a bit stronger. Yeah. So, you know, just fuck over America for a bit. This is what <laughs> they asked for this. So yeah. let them have it. Yeah. You know, oh no, America, you know, it's what's, what's the fucking... Leader of the free world. Oh, God, I hate this place. <laughs> it's, just, it's just people buy into their own fucking propaganda of Hollywood. It's, yeah. like, it's not the leader of the free world. Yeah. You've got more people in prison than the whole world. <laughs> You're not the leader of the free world. No. <laughs> That's not even a numbers thing. That's a percentage thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, politics aside... Um, I had I had a random email. I've uh, I used a, a dating site a while ago, uh, Match dot com, and I hated them because they automatically renew your subscription. Right. Um, that was a couple of years ago, and I tried it again like six months ago, and actively clicked like no, re- repeat my pres- my subscription. They repeated my pres- my subscription. Yeah. But I was like, fair. Well, maybe it's you know I'll take this as a sign from you know some <laughs> kind of karmic god, and <laughs> it's like maybe this means I should get out there and and you know pursue you know, love or whatever it is um, that people keep talking about. And uh, first article that um, I came across was, uh, I kept on thinking, yes, being single, you know, I've met some bad people, there'd be some, you know, better people there. Um, First article saw the next day was, a canal in New York has been filled with all the dead fish of the sea. Oh, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) And people are mortified because there is no longer plenty more fish in the sea. So that was a bit nice. It's like, oh, great, maybe I could... No, they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> they've, all, they've all killed themselves because my Match.com subscription is renewed. How's that for a sign? <laughs> Searching for meaning in life and looking for happiness. <laughs> Meanwhile, happiness killed itself because yeah. it heard I was on the lookout. <laughs> no one knows why they died either. Like, there's so many, it's filled the river. Yeah. And the water's gone. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, I mean, the fish or hope is killing itself in New York. Yeah, I um, I read some comments on it, and there was um there was, there was a fisherman uh, who said, uh, oh, I've 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 seen this happen a couple of times, and it's to do with oxygen oxygen depletion in the water or something. So like, <laughs> and they sh- they showed video of the of the fish, and they just they panned across it, and a lot of them were like still alive, but just like just flapping about on top of their dead brethren. <laughs> Bet the Daily Mail ripped into that footage. <laughs> <laughs> this is even worse than Attenborough's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then um, it's Christmas time, so the fucking... I started listening to the radio, because I started... Um, oh, yeah, I, we live in Stoke-on-Trent, and I started listening to Smooth FM. Right, Because yeah. I can't listen to anything else, because it's all, like, pop music, and, and re- like, music that makes me grind my teeth. Yeah. And... Um, so yeah, so immediately after this, I went for a drive to get my head off of it. Last Christmas by Wham comes on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all these lovely Christmas songs of depression and sadness and yeah. loneliness, holding out hope. This is when there were fish in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> now they're all dead. And they came up with an advert called um, Tune In This Wednesday for Soul on Trent, uh, where we talk about all the soul music of Stoke-on-Trent's fans. Yeah. And, and we even have these stories, I think it was like cuisine from around the world. And you hear these callers call in and they say, lost in translation is what it was called. It was mishaps that occurred when you were ordering food in other countries and something went wrong. <laughs> so the story was like, we were in Egypt and we ordered a spinach omelette. And when it arrived, wasn't any spinach in it. So I said, excuse me, sir. Where's my spinach? He goes, this is an authentic spinach omelette. We've done our research. He goes, what? But there's no spinach in it. He goes, no, 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 no. This is how they make them in Spain. Oh, it was meant to say Spanish omelette, but it said spinach omelette. This is a weekly show. Like, how many stories like that do you have? You're just waiting on someone's got to have more of these incredibly gripping stories. Yeah. Where you've ordered, I don't know, a salad and Saddam Hussein's been delivered to your table. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's typo, it's typo. You have Saddam. (laughs) Do you want him with mustard? Not the gas. Don't worry, he's very tender. We hung him for 28 days. (laughs) (laughs) Dry roasted. (laughs) Saddam. (laughs) Great restaurant. (laughs) Saddam, everybody welcome. Not everybody leave. (laughs) All of our waiters, ex-Saddam lookalikes. That was fucked up, man. <laughs> the end of every night, they, they tie ropes around the neck on the side and pull it down. <laughs> you fucking had lookalikes. Like, it's like an 80s movie plot. Yes. <laughs> oh, they won't find me. I've got a twin. <laughs> the Iraqi version of Spartacus. <laughs> it's just... <I'm> so <laughs> Uh, yeah, the only thing they were just like slightly overweight middle-aged men with moustaches. Like, oh. it's like a really shit game of guess who. Does he have a moustache? Yes. Mm. Is it Saddam Hussein? Is it Saddam Hussein Seven? No. Ah, oh, it's Tom Selleck. <laughs> God damn it, Tom Selleck. I was in Friends. 
another show. I think I mentioned on the podcast, but watching social media for, you know, to try and figure out what's going on, what's going on, the amount of friends references that still come up. Yeah. It's like, oh, did you notice that Rachel, um, Jennifer Aniston wasn't in this scene? Yeah. But it was an extra. It's like, oh my God, they use extras in films. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that she was wearing a fat suit, you know? They didn't clone her. It wasn't Saddam Hussein <laughs> dressed up as fucking whatever her name was. <laughs> Finding out extra acting work. Oh, work must have really dried up for Saddam Hussein's. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> oh, Could I be any more Saddam? <laughs> Could I have any more nuclear weapons? <laughs> Uh, yeah, friends is a thing for me anyway. But yeah, if, if we got Saddam Hussein to do like a remake, full cast of Saddam Hussein, <laughs> like fiends or something, <laughs> comrades, <laughs> clones, just like five guys dressed as Saddam playing at a fountain, <laughs> burning lynches and stuff like this. <laughs> sweeping nuclear armaments under the rug. <laughs> Putting a pillow. <laughs> no one told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> Saddam doesn't share arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have a Saddam Hussein clone as a friend. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be pre- that'd be good. <laughs> I just want to know what they're doing now. It's like uh, that you see these oh, people. What are the clones or the guys from Friends? Like, no, the clones. All right, I was going to say there's it's plenty the of clones, articles about that shit. You know, the lookalikes of Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, they made loads of films about Saddam Hussein. Yeah. What, like Pablo Escobar had loads of those films made. Oh, look at Pablo Escobar. You got like Saddam Hussein lookalikes going. Maybe one day <laughs> my dream will come true. <laughs> I always wanted to see Hollywood and see all of its horrible people. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Uh, I don't know whether this story is true, um, because it's pretty ridiculous, but wedding ruined after a groom accidentally serves guests ketamine instead of powdered alcohol. So apparently you can buy powdered alcohol, which is a shit way of making champagne on a budget, basically. So instead of champagne, you just add sparkling water to this white powder you hope is alcohol. <laughs> and people have it. How do you it. get that wrong? Well, Was this he... the bag that I bought from the chemist or the one I bought from the guy <laughs> on the street? Well, he said... Um, let's see if I can find the exact... Right. This wedding cost me an absolute fortune, so I decided... I, I should imagine and... so, giving everyone <laughs> ketamine. <laughs> the dealer, as soon as the dealer found out it was a wedding, prices went right up. <laughs> this is sad I'll be saying, this is our special wedding ketamine. <laughs> you can barely tell the difference, but it tastes of love. <laughs> yeah, wedding cost me an absolute fortune. So that I try and save a few bucks by buying the powdered stuff instead of champagne. It's supposed to be almost impossible to tell the difference if you add it to sparkling water. But I'd also bought an extremely large bag of ketamine for myself and a select group of friends for the after-after party and somehow managed to mix them both up. Um, It's pretty obvious to me what happened as soon as I tasted the champagne. I guess most of the guests just thought I was a cheap bastard and skimped on cost, which was true, and they proceeded to drink their entire glass. 
According to service staff, approximately 10 minutes after the toast, the guests started to get a bit weird, with a number of people crawling on the floor, while others slumped, slumped at the table with their faces in the cake. <laughs> <laughs> According to the father of the bride, she's been in her parents' house since the wedding and has no intention of reconciling with the groom any time in the near future. Yeah. Like, she must have known he was a cathead. Yeah. He bought an extremely large bag for his wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing cat again. <laughs> not marrying you. Everyone seems like everyone had a good time. <laughs> Why would you be pissed if you... You must... You can't just go out and buy a massive bag of ketamine. Like, you have to know someone who sells ketamine to begin with. Yeah. It's an... I, I never understood ketamine as a party drug. It depends. Well, I used to, have, I used to have friends that would have it before they went out, but it's yeah. a fucking tranquilizer. It's a tranquilizer, but it's, uh, it's, it, it's not a mental tranquilizer. Right. It's just a physical tranquilizer. So you can go out, you just can't. You dance. feel like you're, like you. I've heard that you <laughs> feel like you're kind of asleep. Right. Um, you're like, I, I'm awake right now. Like your heartbeat goes really down. Yeah. But you're kind of like, I'm just really chill, but I'm really talkative, and everything's still fine. Right. But if you take more. Then you start to hallucinate. Yeah. And I've heard, right, that if you go out for a curry, have too much curry, then take too much ketamine, I've heard, you time travel. <laughs> and if you're travel sick, like I, I, I heard that people have hallucinated, like the butterfly effect, where, like, you've seen the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. So it's basically a film about this guy who had loads of blackouts when he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> when he's gotten older, he's realised he can time travel back to those blackouts with his current brain or something like that and change the events that happened and change the future, that kind of thing. Well, someone had that experience. And uh, when you come out of the blackout, you kind of fast forward through your whole life with all the new additions into your present state of mind and you have a nosebleed. Right. During that transition, some people who get travel sick get travel sick through your time travel and just vomit everywhere. <laughs> so it <laughs> depends on... The, you can have a little bit of ketamine or you can have too much ketamine, I guess. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it works as a party drug. It's like LSD and speed. Like, people take LSD to trip out, mm. but then they take the speed to go clubbing with it. Right. So, like, they're going raving yeah. whilst on acid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, met, so I've met so many people who've done too much drugs. And this, <laughs> this one guy I knew, I worked with, who couldn't stop moving anymore. Right. Like, he's just constantly... Just, just something... Just almost as if he was dancing. He was swaying back and forth like Captain Jack. Right. You know, just putting his fingers and everything. Every time he's talking, how's it going? What's going yeah. on with you? He was a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> and you want for coffee? Sorry, madam. Sorry, madam. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got him a secret Santa for Christmas once. I gave him Jenga. He's a good guy, though. But yeah, yeah. don't do too much drugs, people. <laughs> That's the difference I've noticed between London and uh, Manchester. Working in restaurants are full of coked up and mm. massively pilled up people in restaurants. Anyone who's handling your food is off their face. Yeah. Right. And in London, it was like, it was just everywhere. You come to Manchester, it's still everywhere, but they've done too much. <laughs> like, they've gone beyond their limits, so they're just kind of, their heads are just like... Uh, yeah. It's because when they leave, they've still got to be in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, I guess there's less to do in Manchester. I'm, you know, being a pretentious southerner. I mean, like, as someone who was brought up in Stoke, Manchester's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I could, I, could, I could imagine that there is a very stark difference between Manchester and London. Manchester yeah. switches off yeah, at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I've just noticed yeah, I've done too much, and ketamine seems to be bigger in the north 
as well as um, uh, Nos. A lot of friends down in down in Bristol that did ketamine and Nos, like all the all the like parties. Never stuff. understood Nos. Never, no, I never understood this it. conversation. Yeah, um, I think we might find out on the, on the podcast as I can't well. Remember. Yeah, some people are fucking nuts on it. It's got, it just makes your hair go for a little bit. Mm. Oh, I always quite cool. liked it. Yeah, um, so yeah, I'm not sure whether that wedding um, story was, was particularly true, um, but I like the idea of it. <laughs> Champagne is very Moorish. <laughs> <laughs> Does champagne make you want to run a derby? <laughs> or stop running a derby I don't know which one you would do how do you get in the mind of a horse <laughs> I can't imagine a horse snorting a line no <laughs> being like oh, I'm just going to go to bed <laughs> no, people don't inject drugs as much anymore I'm pretty sure heroin you can probably get in powder form isn't that what happens in Pulp Fiction like she snorts heroin. She snorts heroin, yeah. Like, yeah. but you're meant to. It's a powder, and you cook it with. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what. Probably water or something. Just yeah. dissolve it into a liquid. But yeah, she fucking snorts heroin. Bad idea. Mm. Kids don't snort heroin. Yeah. Be like John Travolta. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Become famously a meme for not knowing where to put your coat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those. <laughs> It's how these things come to be. It's like, how did this happen? It just started <laughs> happening. You know, someone found it weirdly funny, and everyone found it weirdly funny, and then it grew. Um, how about yourself? Did you see anything interesting this week? Well, um, I didn't do my tie tonight, because um, uh, I got an email while I was at work. Um, to Not my tie for you. Saddam, yeah. take your place. <laughs> <laughs> Saddam trying to get his career going in a new direction. <laughs> I don't even know if that's an Iraqi accent. I'm assuming all Saddam clones were super generic Iraqi. Middle Eastern <laughs> thing. Generic, aggressive person. <laughs> <laughs> Middle-aged moustache. Yeah. No, I got, um, I got an email while I was at work to say that, um, that although they appreciate me showing up, I didn't get the job that I was going for. Like, at the uh, Muay Thai place. No, 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 not the Muay Thai place. <laughs> we appreciate your effort. But wax please on, wax off. What's please he here for? <laughs> oh, he's here for you, the, the IT job. <laughs> wax on, need to face. <laughs> Control or delete. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I went for a. Oh, that was at the Manchester thing. Uh, it wasn't Manchester, no. It was, I think it was only in Crewe. Um, but no, I went for an interview last week. I was like, oh, okay, more money. Um, like, I need, I need more money. I want to start my own thing. I need more cash to get that going. Um, and I went for an interview. And I, and, and like, I was pretty certain I got it. And it turned out I haven't got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am so fucking like uh, just bored of where I'm at right yeah, now yeah, yeah. that I spent the whole afternoon just kind of like spiraling and spiraling. It's just like, oh, it's a job. okay, now what? Now what? Now what? Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Um, so I uh, I got home. I was like I, I I was just I was so fucking wound up. I was like, well, I I I want, I need to do something proactive right now. It seems logical to go and hit things, but I I I'm pretty erratic and I don't want to fucking hurt anyone or like. <laughs> I thought like, oh, you say you're feeling quite defeated. You didn't feel like the fight left. No, but no, you just I didn't want to snap because when Steve snapped, it's going to snap. <laughs> it's been, <laughs> it's been building for so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, no, the thing I need to do is just be proactive. So I just went home and just applied for a fuckload of 
jobs and just just all over the place. So uh, yeah, no, no Muay Thai this week. Pretty bad afternoon, um, but pretty much as soon as I got home, like my mood suddenly started lifting, and I think it's just I, th- I think it's just work environment shit. Just yeah, I'm yeah just yeah. not enjoying it. Well, yeah, not getting the new job, and then you're in your work environment still. Mm. You're just like, I'm still fucking here. I just yeah. want to hand him my notice now and fuck off. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. I was, I was, I was minutes away from just like, uh, I don't care. I don't care. Here's yeah. my notice. Yeah, Here's yeah, my yeah. notice. I do not care. I'm going. But then I was like, just fucking sleep on it because you still need a job because <laughs> you still got to be fucking sensible and all of yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, twenty nine. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that was um, that was that was a, that was a fun afternoon. <laughs> it was great. I was brilliant to talk to this afternoon. Um, I, I think a lot of my trouble. I, I've never been good at hiding my feelings. Um, like if if I don't like someone, they can usually tell pretty quickly that I don't like them. <laughs> and um, I've been I, I have been told that before, not by the people that I don't like, but by the people around Watching. me. Suddenly, like yeah, 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 <laughs> like there's just a sudden vibe that emanates like a shockwave. Just... <laughs> yeah. So that 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 time you spat in his face, we kind of got the idea that you didn't like him very much. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. So fun afternoon on my part. Um, I did find some stuff. I'll go back to that Toblerone thing, actually. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Mm. It's fucking awkward to do this about. Um, right, so it was um, it was a member of the SNP. SNP, MSP, MSP, I'm guessing, is member of Scottish Parliament. Sure. Sure. Um, Colin... Member of Saddam's party planning committee. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to rip it up tonight. <laughs> Uh, SNP member of Scottish Parliament, uh, Colin Beatty, put forward a motion claiming that the changes to the Toblerone bars are emblematic of the devastating consequences of Brexit. <laughs> How have they changed? Have you not they, seen them? I, I'm not a big Toblerone guy. All right. Are correct, they smaller okay. or something? So, well, they are and they aren't. Like, Toblerones used to be, like, uh, just lots and lots of ridges. Spiky chocolate. I didn't understand yeah, the design. Yeah. I just went with it. Um, <laughs> And now they've removed every second spike. Uh, he wants to offer condolences to those mourning the change. <laughs> uh, that was a direct quote from him. Uh, Mandolas International announced the change earlier this month due to a rise in the cost of ingredients. The gaps between the chunks of chocolate uh, on the bars have been increased, resulting in the weight of the 400-gram bars being reduced to 360, and so on and so on and so on. Um, but the packaging is still the same size, so it's like, uh, it's, I don't know, it looks like you're getting more than you are, I guess. Right, right, right. Um, the motion lodged by Mr. Beatty, uh, who is uh, the MSP for Midlothian North and Musselburgh, reads, The Parliament notes with concern Mandolas International's recent decision to widen the gaps between the segments on the iconic Swiss chocolate bar Toblerone in the UK understands that this was made in order to, al- in order to allay rising costs for numerous ingredients and believes that this is emblematic of the devastation- devastating consequences of- that Brexit could bring. Uh, the motion continues that Parliament should offer its condolences to those mourning the change of the bar and calls for the UK government to take speedy action to rectify the change. What can they do? <laughs> <laughs> Parliament, get onto this turbulent issue. Yeah. For God's sake. Please change it back. Please. Um, but the the response of all the other parties was to just attack him in like in the form of chocolate bar-based puns. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great. Uh, the Scottish Conservatives offered to buy Mr. Beatty some tonic tea cakes. Um, 
Murdo Fraser said, uh, given the grief, given the grief uh, that Mr. Beattie is suffering over the scaling down of Toblerone, the Scottish Conservatives pledged today to buy him some good Scots chocolate, like a pack of Tunnock's tea cakes, which, regardless of Brexit, remain as delicious and substantial as always. Lib Dem MSP Mike Rumbles, great name, added, uh, we all know Brexit won't be a picnic. But Mr. Beattie should realise that the SNP's attempt to introduce a double-decker of uncertainty through another breakaway will only, be, will only make the situation worse. A Scottish Greens spokes, spokesman said, Mr. Beattie's ridiculous motion has caused ripples of disbelief and snickers of laughter. He, he really has set the bar for bizarre outcries in Hollywood. It'll be a lesson uh, to him of, of the perils of submitting a motion just before lunch. That's the only excuse I can find, a justified excuse for people groaning in Parliament the way that they do. Just terrible jokes. I've heard I've heard whispers that <laughs> yeah. uh, shit's going down. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, then, uh, but it wouldn't be worth it because they film it, right? They film Parliament mm. just to see if there was one that really didn't land. Yeah, like someone tried to expand out. It goes, um, I don't know. Sounds like he's a bit, you know, coked or Pepsi'd up. Uh, Mr. Speaker. <laughs> yeah. Good one, Nige. <laughs> or, or, I mean, this is the real effect of the presidential election. I mean, now that America's gone this way, you know, Toblerone's fucking, you know, Mars, Venus. I don't know. Fuck, I can't. I haven't got the energy to even give that any credit. No, <laughs> no, no chocolate. It's too puns. dire. It's, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> Let's dime it down a bit. Oh, right. oh. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a uh, bit uh, betwixt it. What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'll edit that out. Uh, yeah, I won't. I'm going to live with the shame that I said that. <laughs> right, let's all let's all take a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, can't think God, no, I just got it. I just realised you made another pun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, this one's better. Um. A Georgia man has been charged with a misdemeanor after witnesses reported seeing him punching a hammerhead shark. <laughs> <laughs> The shark was later found dead. Um, was it in the sea? At least. <laughs> <laughs> it was initially. It's going around its daily business. <laughs> popping into the cop. I like the cop. It's a bit it's a, it's affordable, but you get something about it. Can be, what the, oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> just a guy in a face. shark suit. <laughs> it's the fucking left shark from Katy Perry that was a big thing. Someone finally punched it in the face. <laughs> Shut up! Stop ruining the internet. He's a sponsor for like SeaWorld or something. Stop punching me! I can only get jobs when they can't see my face! <laughs> I'm undercover! <laughs> Started in the sea, made it to Sea World. <laughs> then see capitalism. Um, yeah, officers were patrolling St Andrews State Park at 9pm on October 24th uh, when they received a call from witnesses saying two men had landed an eight or nine foot hammerhead shark uh, and brought it ashore. The, uh, the white male had his left arm around the shark's head and was punching it repeatedly in the stomach, um, Robert Petty wrote in his, in his sworn statement to the FWC. I don't know who that is. Um, Petty I said swear the... he was punching him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it upon my mum's life. Uh, Petty said the man pulled the shark further ashore before sitting a small child on it for a photo opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Billy! 
<laughs> Billy, you've seen Finding Nemo, haven't you? Or the fucking that one where the penguins dance. <laughs> the shark's always the bad guy. Yeah. Um, the white male had left his arm. White male. The wo- <laughs> it was a white guy who did this. <laughs> could only be a white man. In fairness, it probably could. <laughs> yeah, Japanese, they don't hurt sea life. <laughs> They've yeah. got nothing but the greatest respect. <laughs> wouldn't see an Asian person punching a shark or harpooning a whale. <laughs> uh, the white male had his left arm around the shark's head and was punching it repeatedly in the stomach. Oh, I've already read that bit. Why is that important? He was using his good arm to punch. He wasn't <laughs> even being sportsman-like. Using his offhand. <laughs> um... The the two white males pulled the shark back into the water and tried to revive it, apparently to no avail. When the he officer revived it by pushing it in the stomach, <laughs> <Yeah>. breaking more ribs. Give mouth to mouth to a hammerhead shark. <laughs> we tried to revive it. Did you, or did you try and put it in the sea? <laughs> they don't breathe air. You can't do anything with that. <laughs> Are its airways clear? I can't even figure out where he's looking. He's got eyes on either side of his head. <laughs> Um, when the officers... we, we use, sorry, we use the electric paddles to kill 20 fish. <laughs> <laughs> fucking murdered an octopus. The octopus had a fucking pacemaker in. We didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tried to revive a shark. Shut up. No, you fucking didn't. You just put it in the sea. No, but we were good guys. We saw the travesty that was happening. <laughs> Checked its pulse. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the same guys. It's the same guys that we say. Yeah, he punched it in the stomach and tried to bring it back to life. <laughs> I want a second go. The photos didn't come out as good. <laughs> uh, when the officers uh, arrived, the shark was floating motionless on the pier. Uh, Wooden allegedly approached the officers and said something to the effect of, oh, she's just lying down in the current. <laughs> just, just having to lie down. You know, as sharks do. <laughs> yeah. Um... As officers checked for his fishing license, I don't think it makes much of a difference. <laughs> That's okay, you had a fishing license. You did the, you had the punching shark proficiency course. What are you doing, Dave? I'm reviving it. <laughs> Wooden allegedly uh, admitted catching the shark, the catching the shark, but initially denied anybody punching it. Uh, Mr. Wooten then changed his story and attempted to explain to me that he was punching the shark around the stomach area to get the air out of its lungs. <laughs> I was doing the Heimlich. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, it's kind of like doing CPR on a shark. <laughs> I explained to Mr. Wooten that if he wanted to revive a shark, all he had to do was run, run water through its gills. So just put it back. <laughs> don't, don't, put, don't punch it. Water, water, everywhere. But I'm going to punch it. <laughs> yeah. uh, officers gather pictures of the lifeless shark, and Wooten was charged with taking taking a prohibited species. Charges do not appear to have been filed against the other man, whose name has not been released. Russell Crowe appeared yeah. and got angry, <laughs> fighting around the world, <laughs> beating up a shark. Sit down, beating up a hammerhead shark. <laughs> Is it a stingray? No, we'll be fine. Or Australian spear stingrays. <laughs> People loved fucking Steve Irwin. Yeah. Didn't, you know, he was such a big icon, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. It's just a nature guy. He's like, oh, I'm really passionate about nature. Well, it makes sense, mate. Well, he's got a whole zoo and reserve and stuff in the in, in Australia that we he used to have an aquatic he ran with his family. <laughs> 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 uh, 
that he ran with his family. Apparently, he was terrified of snakes. Like, absolutely petrified <laughs> of them. But he's he picked more up than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> Anytime I saw him, he was holding a snake. <laughs> well, it's probably what let him let his guard down, you know? So the back end of a stingray kind of looks like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! Is that... Oh, no, wait. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, people fucking loved him. There was documentaries about him. Yeah. Apparently, he's a national treasure, and he made loads of wildlife stuff. He's like on the, on the level of David Attenborough. Apparently, was like yeah. the impression I got from seeing something about him. Yeah, he was just that weird Australian guy from from uh, from my side as a kid. Anyway, I don't know. I remember watching him pretty much like quite regularly when I was growing up. Mm. Like he he was I don't know he was just a big character. Yeah, like, he was, so. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was yeah. it Captain? Sc- oh, it was Captain Scarlet, not Captain Stingray. Mm. This would be funny if it was done by puppets. But no, <laughs> <there's> no <laughs> just leave it there. Uh, I went to see um, Billy Conley the other week. Oh yeah, he was, was fucking it? awesome. He is such a fucking awesome. Guy. Really, really fucking good. Uh, he was in like an arena full of people, um, but he's one of those guys that just talks, and you're just in the palm of his hand. Like yeah, he could yeah. just be just talking to just you. He's just an awesome fucking storyteller. Um, and he wasn't, he obviously wasn't as animated as he used to be. He used to be like big on stage, like bright suits and just very animated and everything. Yeah. But he got, uh, he, he got Parkinson's a few years ago. So he's, it's all of that has, has kind of like slowly been. But he was big, down. he was big in his own way. He wasn't big like Lee Evans is big. No. You no. know, in, or animated. He was just really, and I think energetic or passionate or something yeah. about that. It was just more about, you know, j- yeah, jumping around the stage with energy about yeah. trying to talk about stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I was curious um, whether, because you watch some of his old stand up now and it is still very good, but it's very, um, it hasn't aged. It's it's no longer current in like if you saw a comedian doing that material now, yeah, you'd be like, uh, what's what's going on? Yeah, but yeah. at the time it was fucking revolutionary, and yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah. Did it did it did it change at all, or was it just very much like this is what I do? You know me, so I'm going to carry on doing the kind of stuff that I always do. Oh, what his the the way it, what you saw him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, was it still the kind of um, long storytelling um, kind of things, or was it trying to be a bit more? Um, did yeah? Did it change? Was he like making political satire now that he wasn't necessarily making before? No, not really. If yeah, it, it was it was just a thing of like uh, he, he was just he was just telling stories because yeah. he's been fucking everywhere and he's yeah, done yeah. everything. He's he's just one of these guys that's just had a life, um, and um, yeah, he's, he's just telling stories of all these places he's been and, and all of this shit. And the thing is, with the with the way that he works, if someone. Um, if, if if someone shouts something out, or he suddenly thinks of something and it reminds him of something, he'll just he'll just go off about it, mm. and then it'll be like, oh, where was I? Oh, here, and yeah, yeah. It like, and everything that he said prior to that, where he went off on a tangent, is just as fucking hilarious as as yeah, whatever yeah. his actual routine is, because yeah. he's just up there telling stories, and he's yeah, he's fucking immense. He was, was like, really like he was with... a real kind of like bucket list kind of guy to see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. He's very good friends with um, Robin Williams, I think. Yeah. Wasn't he? And uh, yeah, the, you can kind of see them getting along very well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even though Robin's stand-up is di- particularly different, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Robin, <laughs> Mr. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. That sounds pretty good. There's a few people on my bucket list I still want to um, see. Like, I really wanted to see Lee Evans. Mm. He stopped now, isn't he? Yeah, he stopped like the day after I saw an ad. He was in Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't doing anything. I was trying to figure out something to do. The day after I saw he was in the night before. Oh, he's in Stoke. I'll see if I can. Oh, he's retired. 
Yeah. So yeah, he he's just uh, a childhood comedian for me. So he's the first embodiment of cartoonishness yeah. that I saw as a kid. And if you show someone, if I showed someone to, if I showed someone Lee Evans now, I don't know whether they would get it in the same way because it's like I just grew up with it. So I just you know, I like the energy and the animation of it. You know, it's good. It's quite clever, but it's very old school Lee Mackey kind of humor. Yeah. That not a lot of people kind of get. So it's nice to know that you know Billy Connolly's still sticking to his guns. Yeah. And, carrying yeah. on with what he's doing that's cool mm. i've been getting uh the novelty of having a dog has started to drop <laughs> but the love for the dog has grown so it's yeah. not like i'm going off the dog or anything but like <laughs> you know, t- taking her for walks and stuff like that when you first do it, it's really great and energetic but then after a while you kind of get to a point where you're like i'm really knackered i'm not in the mood to be doing this yeah um, well, that's the whole point isn't it it's like well, yeah exactly now i have to so yeah, this is doing that kind of stuff but the novelty of the innocence of like oh she's doing a trick or oh she's actually doing something new i don't understand um now it's just being replaced with kind of a paranoia or <laughs> my eyes are starting to open because she's improved in some ways but she's also kind of declined in others she stopped eating her shit for a little while yeah it was good but then I realised it was more of a palate thing. So depending on whether she had runny diarrhoea or, I don't know, rocky road, whatever, <laughs> however you want to phrase it, she just sampled different flavours to figure out the texture that she liked the most. Kind of like you do with cheese. Right. She was doing with excrement. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> also, other little things. I gave her um, free roam of the house. Right. Because I was like, oh, I don't believe in this whole, you know, you have to be the alpha mm. all the time. It's like, it's our house. Let's get used to it. I've got no insecurity about my own standing with a dog yeah <laughs> so gave her free um, roam of the house but it, she's very quiet at the moment so like um i'd go to the bathroom to piss and very quietly you've seen those shampoo commercials right where the woman is like washing her hair lovingly yeah so i'd be pissing you'd hear the splash 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 then you'd hear something stopping the splashing oh. i'd look down oh. and i'd be giving my dog a golden shower <laughs> and she'd be loving it <laughs> I'd be like, no, <laughs> we were doing so well. I give you freedom and this is what you give me. <laughs> then it gets, then it gets, started getting more and more fucking weird. Like, she's chews on everything, right? She's a dog. But stuff that she was chewing before, I kind of put down to, oh, I was just lying around. It's getting more and more intentional. Like, she started off, like, deconstructing lighters. Right? right, so taking like out a rifle. pin, like a rifle, right, <laughs> with her eyes closed, <laughs> watching the clock. <laughs> so she'd take it out, and I don't know how a lighter works. She did. Like, she went to some intense house protection kennel school or whatever before I got her at, like, nine weeks or whatever old she was. <laughs> they obviously taught her some shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd find bits of lighter around organized neatly <laughs> not just like chaotically ripped apart it's like this is where you put the petrol this is where you put this this is where the flint goes look how the flint is nice and sharp now i used to be blunt she said sort of made her way through it then she's brought in fireworks from outside <laughs> which i didn't I don't understand but she's just found fireworks that have been stashed strategically around the house for whenever she needs them you know yeah. she's a house protection dog you know why not use gunpowder <laughs> Um, so now I understand why that bloke painted that fucking dog's playing poker. 
Yeah. Because that's probably what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in and she's doing something and then she notices you're there and her whole expression changes. Yeah. Oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> Sweeping stuff under the rug. <laughs> Nothing's going on. Oh, look at this. I've chewed up everything. Oh, i bad dog. Should I go on my bed where I've got my secret stash of gunpowder? <laughs> I have been a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, should have gone with Saddam for a name. Definitely the name of the next door. Saddam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saddam. <laughs> you good boy. Good boy. <laughs> but yeah, still good. Only a dog's pretty decent. The only thing is, you know, you've, I've chosen an avenue of life now. Mm. Like, and it's a good thing. But you kind of think, oh, I could go travelling one day. Like, I can't go travelling anymore, so now I need to force myself to make decisions about I'm not going to save my money for when I go travelling. I might yeah. as well buy things now that I need and instead focus on trying to sort my life out. But yeah, she's definitely getting a lot more personality, uh, which is nice. Yeah. And uh, she's learning new tricks and stuff. And she's getting attacked by dogs and she's not bothered. Yeah. Like, she's <laughs> she's such an alpha. That she just, you know, you, yeah, we walked her just before, like, mm. dogs charged at her and started screaming. It was like a, a new mother dog with, like, really young puppies screaming mm. at her. She's like, what's going on? <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> you know, life's pretty good, you know. You don't have to be so angry all the time. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Lentils for dinner. <laughs> Can I go to the toilet, please? <laughs> and then eat it. <laughs> It's good, really. Why, why is she brummy? Neil's not brummy, is he? Neil's not from Young Ones, isn't brummy? No, no, he just no. He's, got that, he's, he's an estuary accent, I think. A what accent? Estuary. Like Russell Brand. Like horse. But, um, but estuary. Lower. Estuary, yeah. Estuary. That is something to do with horses, right? No, it's a body of water. The, what, the sea doesn't have an accent, mate. Equestrian is, is to do with horses. Oh, so Russell Brand's got an accent of it's the called, sea. It's called an estuary accent. Why? Which I think is like it's an Essex thing, of Essex. <laughs> yeah, it's an Essex thing of people brought up around the estuary. Body of water. It's the body of water that opens out into the sea. Rivers. Yeah, the river mouth. That's an estuary, <laughs> and that's got its own regional accent. It, it's, Where from the river are you? <laughs> it's, a, it's a London estuary accent. Jesus. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Apparently, there's a place called Friesland that's got its own language. Have you heard of that? No. No, neither have I. I don't believe it. It's the same guy who fucking wrote in, who said uh, he's got, people can't believe he's got a wife. He yeah. says, oh, I speak four languages. One of them's fucking Frieslandish or some, some, some other yeah. shit. Doesn't exist. No. It's fucking Forest Moon of Endor or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, it's been, my- oh, we got a new sponsor this week. All right. Yeah. Slapdash Lawyers. All right. right. Basically, you don't need a law degree to be a lawyer. Fact. You can represent yourself. Why not have me represent you? I'll argue your case. I don't care what you've done. 50 quid. I'll uh, put across a case for you. I can be quite persuasive and I can be loud. So if you haven't got the money for a divorce or something, you need divorce lawyers. Prices through the roof. Slapdash lawyers. 1-800-slapdash-lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to set up a hotline. Instead of instead of advertising for stuff that I want, I'm just going to try and earn some more money somehow. So, get people to hire you. Yeah, I'd I be really more than happy to... to be a lawyer for a day. <laughs> be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy about this parking ticket. Let's get Slapdash Lawyers involved. <laughs> so I won't research it too much, so you'll understand everything I'm saying. right? But I'll be very persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're not having half his shit. Why not? You're not. <laughs> what about the kids? He doesn't want the kids. Yeah, I do. No, you fucking don't. They're fucking messy all over the place. Yeah. Fucking burden of life, mate. Never have kids. He doesn't want the kids. <laughs> to ruin people's lives. Slap dash lawyers. We know what you want. <laughs> yeah, we know what you want for you. <laughs> Dave wants a fucking CEO uh, business license to open up a, a paprika shop. <laughs> Dave, what are you selling paprika for? It's never going to go anywhere. We concede. <laughs> Slapdashlawyers.com. Your Honour, this is a stupid idea. No, what, but I want the thing. That, shut up. <laughs> for the good of the people, there's enough paprika, right? You don't need to monopolise paprika, whatever the fuck it is you want it to do. <laughs> we don't represent you. We represent what's best for you. <laughs> <laughs> like a divorce court settlement, start hitting on the uh, woman he's divorcing from or whatever. <laughs> See, she's a slag. <laughs> she, she mean it. In fact... Let him have the divorce. She can give him... He'll give her everything and I'll... We'll be in soon for a marriage licence so that I can, you know, we'll sort something out later. <laughs> Slapdash lawyers! <laughs> Slapdash lawyers! Um, cool. I got, uh, I, got, I got a last article which I thought was kind of funny. Um, you sound really excited about it. I am very excited about it. <laughs> Um, Have you been having that instant champagne that I offered you earlier? <laughs> oh, might have mixed up with that massive yeah. bag of cat. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a bit of a Saddam hole. <laughs> <laughs> you might be there for very long, they'll find you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, even Santa Claus can't stay away from American politics. A man portraying the North Pole resident uh, at Sanford, Florida Mall told a 10-year-old girl that former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton was on his naughty list. While Santa Claus seemed to have thought the joke was funny, the girl's mother was not laughing. The woman reported on Tuesday night reported on Tuesday night incident. The woman reported the Tuesday night incident to the mall officials. Uh, the the Seminole Town Center Mall has apologised to the mother. The Santa was not a mall employee; instead, he was a contractor. While the, while multiple reports indicated that the mall Santa was fired, the mall said that the Santa had been relocated. They relocated Santa. <laughs> <laughs> the Seminole Town Centre issued a statement in response to Tuesday's incident. We take customer feedback ser very seriously, and we work with our retailers and partners to improve upon situations that require attention. The Santa referenced in reports is still employed at the Santa by the Santa vendor um, in a different location. Santa was given additional training to ensure that he remains in, char in the character of Santa during all of future appearance. They gave Santa sensitivity training. <laughs> Now, the kids, put them on your lap, rubbing them around, that's fine. Yeah. Don't get political. Parents don't like it. Yeah. It's, Santa was always, a, like, I, as a kid, I, d I never really questioned it. But as an adult, when you're teaching kids to stay away from tr from strangers, you like, you're telling Unless them... Unless they break into your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sit, like, go and sit on Santa's lap, and if you're very good, he'll give you a present. Yeah, if he likes you... Make sure he likes you. He'll give you something special. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's fucking odd. He hasn't got dogs. He's got weird fucking horses. <laughs> and they fly and they spit. So you better be nice. Yeah. Why was it reindeer? Is it just like, oh, fuck it, you live on the North Pole? Cause hoping kids won't go there. Well, I think it was, um, I think it started as a, how did it start? Was it, so it was, it, 
it was something it might have been german but i think it originated from like finland or sweden or somewhere up there where mm, there's reindeer right, right, right. in general um and then it 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 went to like the north pole oh he lives at the north pole santa must have grown by word of mouth yeah like it wasn't reported on the news or anything like yeah, that no, it's santa just went more viral. and more people started lying to their kids <laughs> been around for years coke reinvented him he used to be green and black and then he was red yeah, and I mean, white before then like you got like how did i mean santa claus existed in world war one yeah I yeah think? yeah he was well, he's been he's been around since the 1800s i think he was saint nicholas well 1800s that's like king henry the eighth right no, i have no idea no <laughs> he might be 1600s that, that's that's queen victoria victoria was 1800 i think so yeah how can you believe in santa claus when <laughs> in that time <laughs> Santa Claus might give you a present. He might give you, you know, cholera, but he might give you a present. (laughs) No wrapping paper in the 1800s. You're skinning your dead kids for wrapping paper at that point. There's there's not much about, mate. No. You're spinning top or the Black Death. (laughs) If you've been really bad. The Jews Jews don't believe in Christmas. They believe in candles, don't they? Yeah, the menorah. The menorah. I thought that was Dora. Oh, that's Dora the Explorer. (laughs) <laughs> something different well, it rhymes <laughs> this is the rhythm of it Menorah Dora the Explorer going down there to see that's bananas in pyjamas <laughs> fuck it up anyway Dora the Menorah <laughs> watch her slowly burn <laughs> we burn the child for 12 days <laughs> yeah. she was only supposed to burn for a day it turns out she burned for 12 <laughs> And everyone was overjoyed. <laughs> should learn more about Judaism. It's a rich and healthy <laughs> but, culture. You broke that word up really weird. I thought you, thought you were saying, we should learn more about Jew days. Oh, good old Jew days. Yeah, it's one of them Jew days today. <laughs> yes. Oh, we've made a spinning top. There must be a story behind that, right? It's not just, here's a spinning top. Um, Mind you, there is stuff like bananas in pyjamas. They they've got a name, haven't they? Dreidel, yeah, it's Dreidel, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there must be like some kind of history. They've got like symbols on the side and stuff yeah, like that. I don't know where it comes. Maybe from. it's like a really old version of Twister. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I should learn more about. I'll do that for next week. I'll learn about Judaism. All right. Um, you can learn about. What do you want to learn about? Let's let's bring some new knowledge <laughs> to the podcast. I don't know. No, it's got, what's what's what, what's as funny as Jewishness? Um, it's Jewishness. <laughs> funny <laughs> yeah i've never well, i've never really met like a, a what you would call a stereotypical tv jewish person no who's kind of fitting all the stereotypes but there must be stereotypes exist for a reason but there must be like a two percent of the population must be a little bit like yeah cockney like, or a little bit scottish or a little bit whatever yeah. so yeah i'd like to I'll, I'll learn more about judaism and bring that to the table <laughs> i don't know yeah don't do religion though we'll do a religion a week that's what we'll do <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what we'll do last, or what will be our final one before we get. Um... I'm not going to go down there. Stupid. No. Yeah, I'll do religion. You do something else. Ideologies. Oh. Do nihilism. There you go. Nihilism. Oh, philosophy. Yeah. I could do a philosophy. Yeah. Go nihilism. Just go watch Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> it's my rug, man. <laughs> <laughs> Over the line. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. <laughs>